Ten Goose is a game by Matt Calkins and released by Rio Grande Games. And we were, uh, Rio Grande was kind enough to send us a review copy. And so why don't we give our initial thoughts after a few plays of the game? Yeah, we just got this last week. We have uh, two or three respective games in so far. And it was pretty highly anticipated by a lot of folks, and it was by me. Matt Calkins is the designer of Seki Gohara, and this is his follow-up game. So a lot of people were excited about the idea of, okay, Seki Gohara meets economic, you know, the same designer type thing. And so, yeah, let's uh, just initial thoughts after a couple plays. We are planning on reviewing this uh, after HeavyCon in a Matt Calkins-centric uh, double feature with Seki Gohara and... So we're not going to go too heavy. Plus, like we said, only got a handful of plays in so far. So you want to start us off? Sure. So the the gameplay is maybe a step up from like Ticket to Ride and Airline Europe. I would feel it's nothing that is going to make you burn your brain, but it is it's a step up. So that's that's nice. You know, it's for kind of a gateway-ish type game that's got a little bit more depth to it. I think that's a, a, a fair first point. As far as uh, the artwork goes, I think they did a really good job. It's uh, the, the historical nature um, as well as the cards, the planes on the cards. It's very thematic. Uh, they used historic aircraft. The artwork, I like how it's kind of almost like a little bit blurred. Yeah, it's like muddy kind of or uh, like maybe watercolor-ish type. Yeah. Right. Um, so I think aesthetically it's pretty. It has good big chunky bits for the airplanes they're in airplane mm-hmm. shape unfortunately uh, uh, two or three of our airplanes are, are came broken uh but i mean that's really minor you're never going to use all your own all of your own airplanes no. anyway no way so the game progresses through three decks there's a a gold the the mid 30s then the blue deck the late 30s and the red deck which is post world war 2 and it has aircraft that are a part of that time period. So I love the theming of the game. I think it's fantastic, especially, I mean, let's face it, I'm in, <laughs> I'm in aviation. So right. that absolutely appeals to me. Right. And absolutely. And the, the flavor text on the cards has little tidbits about each aircraft, which is cool as well. Yeah, I, I appreciate that nice little touch. Has nothing to do with the gameplay no, itself. Nothing but, at all. <laughs> um, so there's no luck in the game, which obviously is is a positive. Everybody gets dealt the hand of cards that they're the only cards that they're going to have for the entire game. They're going to be playing these cards out one by one, uh, and there's basically two types of cards. There's either event cards, which are negatives, but they're negatives for most everybody at the table Mm -hmm. and those things just happen whether it's a plane crash or whether it's a like fuel prices uh, spike with oil cards there's also the the main component of it which is aircraft and there's going to be a blind bidding auction for anytime anyone plays one to add that type of aircraft to their fleet and it helps you expand on the map or possibly go overseas to extend service there, et cetera, et cetera. So it's fairly simplistic, um, which it was a little bit lighter than I anticipated. Mm-hmm. I got to be honest, like you already hit on, mm-hmm. Amanda. I do like that there's uh, the three sizes of aircraft. There's small, medium, and large. Mm-hmm. And those allow you to travel and expand your routes. The smaller craft let you expand via 
city to city, just following the lines. The medium aircraft lets you go hex to hex, which there are some really faint, but in a good way faint, hexes that you can allow you to skip some cities. And then the large aircraft lets you go pretty much anywhere on the board. And so thematically, again, that makes sense. But overall, it's it's definitely on the lighter side, which, mm-hmm. again, kind of surprised yeah, me. Yeah, it's a little disappointing because we thought that it was going to be heavier than it, meteor, than it is. Meteor, I yeah. think. Maybe not yeah. necessarily a lot heavier, yeah, but definitely more, meteor. more stuff going on right. than there is. It's very simplistic, like you said. And a bit repetitive because you're doing the same thing over the three different ages. That it's more than repetitive. Not a ton of emergent gameplay thus far, but again, we're only a few plays in, so that that may change. That may not change. We don't know, but um, a couple days after we got the game, we broke it out at our Saturday normal game day, and it I don't think it left the it table. Didn't. No, it stayed think, out all day. I think there were three or four games of it played total. I played three, I think. You played two, I think. Um, and... Everybody, I think, was like, yeah, that's not bad. But it nobody was super excited to play it more. Mm-mm, no. Um, they're not opposed to playing it, but they weren't like, yes, we need to play this more. Right. Right. So so yeah, um Yeah, I guess that's our that's that's our first initial take. Yeah. On I mean, we're Tim gonna Goose. obviously play it more and be able to give a more in-depth review later, but we did want to shoot this out to you guys and let you know at least what our first thoughts were after playing the game a few times. And hopefully this doesn't influence people too much because we don't feel like we've really tackled the end of the end of the game too much. But at the same time, there's just not a lot of information out there about this. So uh, definitely recommend giving it a shot and, and going from there. Mm-hmm. Yep, I would agree with that. All right. And that's our initial impression of Tin Goose. Bye. Bye.